0: top agents playbook is for you the modern real estate professional looking for new and proven ways to grow your brand and dominate your market i'm ray wood and each week we take a behind the scenes look at the very best marketing tactics and strategies required to get you and your message in front of a lot more sellers thanks for spending some time with me today now let's get started Welcome back to the show. Plenty of people write books about offering advice about going after your dreams and living a better life. But how many actually have the scar tissue and history of lessons learned to support these ideals? How many authors actually possess the real life experiences to not just talk about the best path to take on the road ahead, but inspire and motivate you to take that first step with a solid plan? Well, I caught up with someone this week who is more than qualified to advise and mentor in the skills of living your best life, success in business, personal fulfilment and happiness. We're all very different with different needs, goals, hopes and dreams. But the essential formulas for getting what you want from our time on this earth are solidly entrenched in history. In his brand new book, former elite soldier and successful real estate professional Shane Kempton delivers an enthralling collection of amazing stories together with a solid proven plan anyone can implement wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Your best days are ahead of you is a brilliantly written life manual you'll want to read more than once and I'm tipping this probably someone in your life who'll benefit from Shane's ideas and life strategies as well. I once heard someone say, you don't choose a book a book chooses you. And I have a feeling that Shane's book has come along at the right time for many people who are searching for that little push, that change, or maybe some courage to do what they know deep down they need to do. Let me read a little from the book's intro and you'll see what I mean. Shane writes, My story might be different to yours, but it also has a common theme. Starting out life in a generational rut." or feeling like you're on the back foot is a universal experience and it's provided me with the motivation to try and live a better life. If you're reading this book, there's a good chance you felt stuck in the past. You're stuck now, or you want to change something in your life. Or you might be feeling flat and unmotivated because you think your best days are behind you and you've had enough feeling this way. Good, you've got the right book in your hands. This book is a practical guide to shift your attention from the good old days of the past to believing and knowing your best days are ahead of you. To do that, we have to help you free up your attention, mindset and beliefs about what's possible. The good news is this, there's a set of skills, a master life model and a blueprint that will help you avoid the slippery slopes and deep trenches of a rut a set of principles that will get you believing and knowing that your best days are definitely ahead of you. Even better, this model and blueprint comes with a bonus side effect. It's also a secret map to becoming the best version of you. So I've included a link in the show notes to grab yourself a copy of Shane's book. In fact, I'm suggesting you grab a few copies and share his ideas with someone in your life who could use some help right now or someone who loves a good story. Stay with me now for Shane's interview. We've got all that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at jiggler.com. That's J I G G L A R.com. Well, good day, Shane, and welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Good day, Ryan. Goodbye. Very well
0: let's uh, let's just start at the start for those that aren't familiar with the Shane Kempton story uh, you, you're in real estate I, I think you're uh, your state manager with LJ hooker at the moment for WA and South Australia as well Um Tell us a little bit about your real estate journey. I want to get into the book. Um, uh, I want to get into the book. Your, um, your Best Days Are Ahead Of You, by the way, is the title of the book. And let's, before we go any further, we'll tell people where to get it. I hate leaving this to the end. till the end of the interview, but you can go to shanekempton.com uh, and you'll be able to find it there. But I'm going to put the link to this in the show notes. So sorry, just a segue. Back to your story. Tell us your real estate
1: story. Mate, it's a uh, it's a, a fruitful journey. Uh, it, let me say it that way for you. Right. Okay. Um, I've been in the industry now probably close on thirty years. Okay. Uh, got in in my early twenties as a young man, um, right. by accident. Let me say by accident, I got into real estate. I was, uh, I built a set of duplexes with my uncle. Right. And uh, we have got three. As you do, you get your three agents in to get the best quote. Yeah. Uh, as you do as a as a civilian. And uh, one of the guys there said, mate, hey, don't you come work for me and sell them yourself. And I said, mate, sounds like a ripper idea. So I jumped into real estate that way and uh, my journey, you know, went a long way from there. I was with, uh, at the time, the brand Roy Weston over here in Western Australia, yes, yeah. iconic brand. Yes, it and, is. And uh, spent four years there, climbed the top of the tree, you know, was uh, doing really good as a young salesperson doing all the things you do as a young man when you earn a lot of money, long lunches, fast cars. And uh, come uh, the sort of mid-1990s, uh, uh, I went broke. You right. know, I had the wrong game plan, um, no discipline around what I was doing. I sort of jumped ships, went to another brand thinking that was the answer. Yep. And yep. Uh, in the end, I was just, the spiral, just the, the doom loop got further and further down. I went back to my original boss, Jeff, and I said, mate, what do I do? i stuffed up. And he says, mate, you've got to learn about loyalty. You've got to learn about discipline. Go join the army. I said, all right. So I did. So I went off and joined the army as a mature soldier at age 24 turning 25. Right. Uh, and the funny thing is I learned about loyalty and discipline before I got into the army because I had to lose a bit of weight to get in Right. Right, okay. Was, okay. My index wasn't quite right. So I got very disciplined, got my weight down, did five years full-time service with the army. Um, the last two years, I was working with the SAS uh, over here in, in Australia, which was a, a wonderful experience. I, I wasn't a beret qualified, what they wear, the Sandy beret, but I was a support person for the SAS, did all the cool things with them yep. and learned a lot. And, uh, and during that sort of last year of my time in the Army, I reached out back to my old boss. I said, mate, look, I've done it. I've learned about loyalty and discipline. I'm ready to come back into real estate. I've got unfinished business. And he said, "Mate, yeah, no worries. I have your back. But you're starting at the bottom of the ladder, mate. You're going to right. earn your way back up, earn your stripes." So he was right. an ex-military man himself. Yeah. So he got back. We're in We're not the talking real about Jeff
0: Baldwin, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. yes, yes. Jeff, oh, excellent. My first boss. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, going to yeah. send this. I'm going to send this to Jeff. He's a he's a great mate of mine, and it's such a lovely bloke. And when you said military and Jeff and WA, it all sort of uh, I think I know all about that trifecta. So, g'day, Jeff, if you're listening. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, yeah, what a, yeah, what an awesome guy to work with and what an awesome guy to learn
1: so much from, eh? Yeah, uh, I cut yep. my teeth and learned some really good habits from Jeff. And yep. uh, I mentioned him throughout the book, Our Little Journey Together. So yep. I, I went back to Jeff because so you've got to earn your stripes again. And so well, I worked my way back up through the ranks again. This time with the game plan, I had a clear vision what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Uh, and I was all in, obsessed about doing really good with real estate, being at the top of the game, wanted to be number one, uh, and within you know, three years, I became Jeff's sales manager, then brought the business with, off of with Jeff, and he went off to be the CEO for a couple of brands. And then I took that office to number one for um, Roy Weston, right. a team of 20 agents. And we went to number one, Harcourt's then bought us. And then we were a number one for harcourts and, and right. during that period i sold that business yeah went off to be the ceo for roy weston when jeff stepped down funny enough i yep. sort of hold on to his shirt tails there for a while in a career path yeah and then went on to be ceo for harcourts did those uh, two gigs for a number of years and thought i'm um, uh, because of the success of my office i had other officers wanting to learn what we did to be number one so i went off training other officers within our brand. Yeah. That expanded to officers outside of our brand and thus my career into coaching and training started to flourish. So during my, after my couple of years as CEO, I, I said, guys, I'm ready to go off and coach and train the industry now. And I did that for six years, um, which was a great journey, Learn a lot. I uh, got to work with some of the best brands around the country, some of the best best independents. Um, and then got wooed back into corporate life in 2013, 2014. Professionals were looking for a new CEO. Um, said, hey, look, I'd love to lead a, 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 um, a, a marketing group because I hadn't done that. I'd led a franchise group, but not a marketing group. Yeah. Got the Guernsey there, spent five years with the professionals growing that brand. Uh, then went back off coaching and training again till uh, two years ago. I was approached by LJ Hook. We said, hey, we're looking for good trainers and coaches. We're doing some pretty cool things on the tech space. They flew me out of Sydney. I had a look at what they were up to and I was just blown away with where they were going with their technology and I could see the future. And they said, look, we need good people to train our people and plug in this technology. I said, hey, I'd love to be part of that. And here I am now, uh, State Director for WANSA and probably the uh, unofficial mindset coach for the group as well going around. uh, I'll train the network as well in regards to mindset and training and loving what I do.
0: Shane, I want to get into mindset because it's such a such a powerful thing, and and you and I were just talking before I press record that specifically right at the moment, I think a lot of people are digging deep and looking for that inspiration, not just in real estate, but but you know, but everywhere in all works of life, in all walks of life, and and you know, there are a lot of. Mental health is such a big issue uh, now. It's kind of out in the open, and and we're out and proud and talking about it. Um, but you mentioned something just before, and I, um, when I, I think you said it was mid nineties, and you went broke or you peaked, and then you know there was what do they say? Too much month at the end of the money. Um, so it's almost like it's a bit of a rite of passage, isn't it? It's sort of I don't know too many people that have that have cruised to the higher altitudes without without having their without getting a blood nose along the way it's a it's a it's a there's a little bit to that isn't there you kind of learn and maybe you learn some humbleness i'm sure you learned that in the army as well
1: yeah 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 and there's two ways we learn we learn from other people's experience and we learn from our own mistakes yep. you know that's how we learn and yeah. you know no way is better they're both combined together to to help you grow as a person and as long as you're learning from your mistakes not repeating them that's the key yep. Um, yep. you know so i've only been broke once and i yep. learned the lesson there hard yeah but it humbled me it taught me about discipline about money uh vision game plan you know not being lazy not taking things for granted uh, a whole lot of lessons came out of that and uh and I think that set me up well for my time in the military. You know, there was things in the military that I, I did really well at, and there things in there that I didn't do well at as well. Yeah. And, again, I learned from those lessons and took them into the corporate life. So uh, it was actually – it was me. I did SAS selection course. Right. Uh, one of the hardest hardest, mentally, physically challenging courses in the world is the Australian Special Forces selection course. Based in WA, aren't they? Based in WA, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, the, um, the SAS are over here in WA and the yep. commandos are on the East Coast. Right. Um, I didn't pass selection course. I withdrew halfway through. Right. Um, and it was because I was on it there for the wrong reasons. You know, I, at the time I was posted in Darwin. I wanted to get my young family back to Perth and the only full-time uh, regiment in Perth was the SAS. So I thought, well, if I get into the SAS, I can get my family home. So I went into that SAS selection course physically fit but I reckon I was fitter than anyone I still reckon I hold the fastest time for the, the 20k pack march but <laughs> mentally unfit right not mentally strong because that course is there to catch people out yeah they're there to see who are the career soldiers who really wants to be who is obsessed about being an SAS soldier and who's not yeah I was obsessed about getting my family home more so than being an SAS trooper and midway through you know that that mental the mental testing that they do to you through physical exertion and sleep deprivation and food deprivation caught me out yeah you know and uh, that was the reason and and so I I end up not finishing that selection course but funny enough the power of visualisation, all those things, I still got posted to the SAS, not as a bare soldier, but as a support person because I had a skill set they needed. So I still got the outcome I wanted. So the power of visualisation and belief in getting there still worked just in a different way. So, uh, again, I learned about visualisation, affirmations, power of positive thinking, all that from my corporate life on the personal development journey that Jeff started me on, you know, 40 years ago. Um, You know, so all that came together during that time. It's like, it's like
0: getting an elite university degree but getting the government to pay for it, <laughs>
1: isn't it? Probably similar, yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Although yeah, I don't think yeah.
0: there'd be anything that hardcore at, at uni though, so uh, the Australian <laughs> SAS is, uh, is uh, in, a, in a little bit of a league of their own. Tell me, yeah. um, uh, where did the idea for the book come from? What was the, where's the motivation behind that? Was it like as a training tool or as a way to sort of uh, collect
1: all your thoughts? Yeah, look, it it was really my way of giving back. I've been threatening to write a book for 10 years, Mm -hmm. uh, but never got serious about it. Uh, I've been on this personal development journey for the last 20, 30 years. I've got so much experience and things that I've learned from other people and my own experiences and all the things I've been involved in, be it Corporate success, sporting success, secret societies, motorcycle clubs, you know, all these these mad unique blend of experiences that equip me with a set of tools and skills to help people. And although I've been threatening to write a book for 10 years, I just never found the time to do it. I never found the confidence to do it. It was not until I gave up the grub, which... You know, corporate life, um, when you're traveling around the country as a CEO, you get into some bad habits. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, drinking became one of my bad habits. I wasn't an alcoholic, but I definitely had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol. You know, drinking at lunch times. you know, for meetings, having a, your drinks at night. You know, I got to a stage where I I would come home from work. I'd go to my local gym. I'd do a solid workout for 45 minutes and I'd go to Dan Murphy's next door buy a couple of beers, a bottle of wine, and that would be my evening routine, you know, yeah. every night. And yeah. it's unhealthy. It's not, yeah. And what drinking took away from me was time. You know, yeah. those three or four hours you spend at night just relaxing, having a drink, when I gave up alcohol and became a non-drinker for 12 months, that time got devoted to writing my book. So yeah. although I've been wanting to write a book for 10 years, I did it in one year yeah. before that time I got back from not drinking. And, the idea of the book was to launch it at my 50th birthday party. I wanted to give it to a gift, as a gift to all my people that came to my 50th as my wife. So, and this is what I've learned in my first first half of my innings this year. What, I've, what an awesome idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, along that journey in the last probably five to 10 years, I've been doing a lot of work initially with veterans. Like yeah. I spoke I speak about the book, chapter one's talking about the military motorcycle club that we set up. And those yep. are set up for our modern day veterans, you know, to give them a sense of belonging uh, when they came home. And many of them were coming home with wounds, not physical wounds, but invisible wounds and uh, wounds. And you, we've all heard the term PTSD and, and how that's debilitating our, our modern day warriors, not all of them, some of them. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to create a safe haven for them where they could come back, get a sense of belonging, sense of purpose again, and, you know, repatriate back into society via our club and, that's been going great. It's now around the country now you know in every state we've got members of the military brotherhood uh it was, we we're all dba trained you know we've got government approval we got we know it's a fantastic club and it's doing a lot of things off the back of that came my passion to work i knew there was not just veterans that needed help but even men in general yep. you know men's mental health was coming right into the fore in the last five years and And there's a lot of things happen on social media. There's push-up competitions. There's all these sorts of things that bring awareness, which is good. I want to take that next level. So what can I do to actually move the needle with people that are actually suffering and and challenged with some mental challenges out there? And um, so I set up a thing called the Steak Sandwich Men's Get-Together.
0: Okay. And basically,
1: we know that good men's mental health starts with community and being social. So we thought one of the best ways and one of the things we can do is – I, I, this is not therapy, but it's just a way to get guys off the couch, away from the TV, stop drinking a six-pack of beer, come out and just meet some other blokes around having a feed, yep. you know, and a few laughs with some like-minded, like-hearted people. And yep. that's sort of been my passion to keep developing. Once I've got these guys in front of me, how can I help those that want to reach out and give a hand? And so developing my skills in that space all led to me writing this book. Yeah. Uh, and the book is about hope. The book, I originally started to write it for men. But then I just I realised there was a bigger need for this book in the community, and so deliberately I got a female editor to edit the book to soften the language because I can be a little bit blokey talking about military cool and idea. Cool idea. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, yeah. and, and what Jackie was able to do for me was to just to put some feminine touch to the book, so it was a book for everybody. Yes, um, and it's a book of hope. The title, "Your Best Days Are Ahead of You," is an attitude. Yeah, you know, and if you think about this and. I talk about in the book, Gratitude 2.0, and I'll come back to that because I think that's a, something your listeners will really get value from. But okay. when I talk about your best days ahead of you, we all know the power of gratitude. Yep. And gratitude is about being grateful for the things that we have. You know, yes. I'm grateful for my house, for my family, my health. And these are all things that I've had. But when you think about it, when you're grateful for the things that you had, you're looking behind you. You're saying, these things i acquired from my past. So we're constantly looking back from where we've come from to be grateful for the things that we have what your best days are ahead of you says your best days are ahead of you man like yeah you've achieved all these things be grateful for that yes and and there's more to come the best is still to come i don't care how old you are how young you are how overweight how underweight where you're from your best days are still ahead of you i'm 52 and i know my best days are ahead of me like i'm 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 fit for my age, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm mentally there and and I'm still learning every day and I know my best days are ahead of me and this whole book is a book of hope around that and the first, and and this is what Gratitude 2.0 is, is about feeling gratitude for things that you haven't achieved yet but you're focusing on them. So rather than focusing on the things that you've already got and been grateful for them, that keeps you stuck where you are. When you start being grateful for the book you haven't written yet, for the friends you haven't met yet, for the lifestyle you haven't achieved, you start feeling gratitude for that. Your reticular activating system in your brain starts focusing on all the things, and it filters out everything out in life that's not important. You're saying, "I'm focusing on, on, on this new book I want to write is important to me," so I start bringing in the things to my life that's going to help me achieve that. That's the power of gratitude 2.0, and it's summed up in that in the title of the book: "Your Best Days Are Ahead of You."
0: Yeah, yeah, I and love so it. the way I
1: the way I wrote the book. Was that the first half of the book are all my stories, you know, all the lessons I've learned? Yeah, chapter one's about how I was surrounded by, you know, a whole heap of one percent motorcycle gang members, right? You know, wondering who this new motorcycle club was. That's how the book starts. Okay, I talk about my journey to secret societies. You know, there's, if there's a secret society out there that I haven't been in, let me know because I've been into all of them, looking for answers, looking for wisdom, trying to find the answer to life. Okay, spiritual paths. <laughs> Um, corporate success, military, you know, there's, there's eight really cool chapters. That, there's some funny stories. Then the second half of the book is all about the coaching lessons I learned from those stories. Each one of them, there was a life lesson, an invaluable life lesson that creates a, I guess, a, a, a master blueprint for life to help you find fulfillment. Lovely. And that's the cool thing that, that crescendo is at the end on that side of things. So, um yeah the book was about giving back yeah. uh, it, it was it was part of my journey of, of positioning myself in life as I'm the guy you come to when things aren't going right yeah. come to okay. me I'll get you back on track I'll help you reset I'll fix up that little computer between the ears yep. and help you win that game back Yep
0: yep Um wow there's a lot boy there's a lot of, there's a lot to talk about there one thing that stuck out to me and we talked about you know the whole um The whole thing around mental health coming out of the closet in the last what ten years, Um, I'm noticing. You talked about drinking and 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 alcohol and and alcoholism, if you want, Um, and like clinically, I think you you don't have to have too many drinks to be qualify a daily or whatever to be to qualify as an alcoholic uh, technically but uh there's so much coming out about that now uh where before there wasn't i actually just listened to a i don't know if you ever listened to i don't i don't catch everyone but the tim ferris podcast and i just listened to a great interview with a guy called rich roll who's been through that in fact i'll send you a link and i'll i'll post the link on the on the uh, on the show notes as well but um anyway there's a whole lot going on in that space um and I think Rich says you know if you get wasted um and you have some fun you are going to lose a couple of days and you know so at what cost and there's a compounding cost to that as well so it's interesting mm. it's interesting that 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 you bring that up yep. I think I think one of the cool things in all of this is that you've You've got these life skills and you've these life experiences and you've kind of documented it. So, as you say, I forget the exact words you use, but a little blueprint for life, a little a little help along the way. So, my argument would be to 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 everybody who's listening, or my my pitch would be on your behalf, and I'm not getting anything for this, but um, uh, you know, I, I think that whether you need a lift or whether you don't you're probably going to find something in there anyway for you if not for the stories then um then i find there's a lot of inspiration in in something like that and there's there's just so much good energy and optimism Uh, In in the title, so who who do you think is going to benefit from from a book like this? And and you speak to a lot of people, and and I know there are a lot of you know they're our crowd, they're real estate people uh, far and wide. But who do you think are the who are you think are going to be like the major beneficiaries of of a book like your best days are ahead of you?
1: Yeah, look, good question, mate. And the thing is real estate agents will naturally gravitate to it, regardless, because I talk on there how we became the number one office. In the okay. country okay and so i, I put in there our, our blueprint yeah our, our strategic plan of how we did that you know okay. which is, it's worth it for that, that alone yeah yep. um but you know the title of the book says reverse the rut we were okay. usually going to be the original title was reverse the rut and become the best version of yourself that was yep. going to be it so it's anyone who's feeling stuck right now if you're doesn't matter whether you're a hairdresser a plumber a bricklayer, a real estate agent, it doesn't matter. This book will help you if you're in a rut. So we are human beings, not human doings, you know, yep. and the, what we do doesn't impact, it shouldn't affect you reading this book or not reading this book because it's about the human being, but how do we how do we be the best version of ourselves? And I've got this master life, life blueprint in there, which talks about, you know, the, the number one thing we need to get to stop the rut from reversing this way and how we start spiraling up is getting excited about life again you know what is your compelling vision for the future you know we talk about that so um the book is for anyone who's stuck it's feeling stuck that needs to move and i get messages from blokes that read this book because it does i've probably got a, a, a slighter male audience than female audience right purely because of i guess because i'm a male as well and it's It was originally tainted that way, but I had a lot of female readers as well. But I get a lot of blokes who call me and say, Shane, I haven't read a book since high school and I couldn't put yours down. I read it down. and I read it in a day. So I've I've deliberately written it in a way that each chapter only takes about five minutes to read and you can nail it in a day. Like you can read it from a flight from Perth to Sydney, Sydney to Perth once the borders open up. (laughs) But it's designed that way to be a good read with plenty of takeaways that leaves you with some links to my website to get models, coaching models, that you can then think about more deeply, think about, download, apply them to your own life, etc.
0: Cool, cool. Is there an audio
1: version of the book as yet? Not yet. No, I'm just waiting for Morgan Freeman to uh, be free up some time. For <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be yeah, awesome? Yeah, yeah. What no, do you reckon he'd cost
0: I, a mil? You reckon he'd do it for a mil? U.S.
1: Lazy Bill. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I haven't done an audio yet. Um, and and look, I like audio books yep. and I think they're very good for time efficiency, but this book is a read book. Like okay. you need to read it to get this. I will do an audio version of it at some stage, but yep. to sit down and read a chapter for five minutes a day as part of your morning routine uh, would be a life changer. Of it's course. designed that way.
0: Put it in your 10-minute reading window each morning. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay, awesome. Well, um, guys, go out there and grab it, shanekempton.com, Shane, S-H-A-N-E, Kempton, K-E-M-P-T-O-N.com. Do yourself a favour, as Molly used to say back in the day. um, (laughs) Go and grab Shane's book, and um, yeah, they they can get it straight off your website, uh, and I think it will be the investment of the year. So, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you so much for your time, and and so good to uh, to connect.
1: Thanks, Ray. It was a pleasure,
0: mate. Talk to you later.